Kinichiwa Minisan. And welcome to Famicast 56, your Famicast for mid-May 2015. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined by Mr. James Charlton. You're welcome. <laughs> and Mr. Ty Shugart. Throws are cheap, 2K15. <laughs> so we've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about today. Uh, I'm not going to really get into it right now. I'll tell you what, how about we just go ahead and <laughs> Why take would you? A, <laughs> how about we just go ahead and take a very quick break, and on the other side of the musical thing that you're about to hear you'll hear all about the awesomeness that we've about all the stuff that we've been playing so stay tuned all right so, uh, first things first, there was more or less a Splatoon Direct that uh, happened here recently, and um, I know, James, I believe you probably followed it a little bit closer than me, uh, because I kind I of... Watched, yeah, I watched the uh, the European one. I th- was it... Did I watch it live? I can't remember. I don't... Uh, maybe. Well, quote-unquote, I, I quote quote live. <laughs> quote-unquote, live, pre-recorded. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I watched the European one and or the British one, and it was it was presented like um, like a test, like a research paper kind of thing. They were kind of going through like we found these um, inklings, and they you know do strange behavior in the in the wild and blah blah blah, and trying to make it like I don't know whatever it is. It was a bit stupid, but um, yeah, basically it was just. Um, the first 15 minutes were explaining what the game was. <laughs> and then after that, it actually got onto, you know, new information and uh, interesting facts. So, yeah, I think it was like about half an hour until, okay. or 45 minutes. I can't yeah, remember. I started watching a little bit of the Japanese one and then I just, I, I think I was busy doing something. So I couldn't, you know, finish it up. But yeah, at the beginning, yeah, exactly. It seemed a lot like that. So I was like, why the hell am I even watching this? <laughs> and I just kind of quit, I think. Yeah, I think they're all slightly different in all mm. the regions. They were presented in different ways. Yeah. Um, I honestly sure. don't remember. That's been a, that's been a few days. In the German version, all the the people are robots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ink has been changed to uh, what gray slime, <laughs> green <Yeah>. green oil, because <laughs> they're robots. Yeah, and Australia just doesn't get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> poor Australia. So yeah, it was it was interesting because um, there was some very interesting things announced that <laughs> were kind of announced as like cool things, but actually kind of came back to bite them in the ass. Because, mm-hmm. um, for example, there will be an update after the game comes out to add friend matching. <laughs> people like woohoo friend matching you know ftw and then like wait 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 it's not in the game you have to <laughs> wait 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 so that means the the thing that gets shipped out you know on the disc will not have that so yeah good luck to people reviewing that game <laughs> yeah. um, 
Yeah, Poly- Polygon gives it an instant 3.5. That's kind of <laughs> like uh, the opposite of what they did with Mortal Kombat. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Mm-mm. But pre- pre-release, it was like really easy to get all the unlocks. Like you get these coins for you know just grinding through the game, mm-hmm. and then on release day there was a, a release day patch that slowed it down to like incredibly crippling slow unlock rates. Did, In order just... to uh, mm-hmm. encourage, uh, you know, give us money to unlock things fast. Oh god! Yeah, pay money to get good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, friend matching, and so yeah. <laughs> We 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 wrote uh, NWR got a few news um, articles about this uh, Splatoon direct, and um, so with that, the the big news was <laughs> big news uh, was that yeah you can have friend matches up to eight people. Um, well, it's it's weird like forcing your friends. So that's that's kind of a weird way to put it, isn't it? Because if you say if you only have three friends or maybe only one friend or no friends like Danny. Yes. Then, you know, you, you need people to play, right? It won't start the game until you've got a full eight people online, right? Hmm. So if you don't have, you know, four friends, but you've got only got two, so yeah, you've got your two friends, they've got Ty and Danny on, but we still need two more guys. Um, so those two will be random people, and then we'll be playing against four random people, right? Okay. So, but at the moment, um, it's just all random. You 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 can't play with your friends unless you cross your fingers, you know, hit connect and hope and pray that your friend is on. That's kind of silly. <laughs> in this but yeah, that will be patched in apparently later, maybe like August, I think, is uh-huh. what they said. Um, I could be wrong with that. Um, yeah, and then you you'd also the the other thing that will be patched in is um, being able to choose maps and rules. <laughs> this is another kind of weird thing it's like Whoa, that's a prime feature right there yeah yeah <laughs> almost sounds like a free-to-play game isn't it except you're paying 60 dollars for it um <laughs> oh god yeah i was gonna get into that later but okay yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and then other well, other kind of good news is that you know they're gonna have additional maps gears and weapons um as well as kind of tournaments and events kind of similar to the conquests in smash brothers mm-hmm. uh for example the, the example that they gave was like um, uh, the cats or dogs, which do you like better? And, you know, you choose a team and, you know, you fight against, if you like dogs, then you fight against the cats teams and, you know, whoever wins the most matches wins kind of thing. Like Cat drugs! Is, yeah, that's like the best animal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It reminds me of uh, that Everybody Votes channel. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was just thinking. Wow. <laughs> Does anyone remember that? Right yeah, I, I actually, yeah. I kind of like that. I used to check it like every day. Yeah. Well, I remember you know, we like talked everyone. about it and how intensely weird it got. Yeah. Yeah, it did get weird. It's like, which side of the bed do you like sleeping on? Things like that. I don't know. I made that one up, but, you know, I can just imagine it. Sounds familiar. <laughs> if you said it was real, I would have taken your word for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so, yeah, those are the amazing premium features that are getting added in for free but after the fact, after the game was released. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in all seriousness, I could see this game getting really bad scores because, you know, depending on the, like with NWR, our rules for reviewing games are like, you know, we review what's on the disc, you know, what's on day one. We don't go back and, you know, patch in extra, you know, review scores because... Yeah, uh, that's right. 
you know, like Polygon, you know, they update every week. Like famously, the um, what was it? The was it SimCity? Yeah, that that game was a fucking like, disaster. If you just, if you just pressed F five on the Polygon page, the score went up and down. You know, every single you know every five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, NWR doesn't do that, so it'd be interesting to see what score that gets. I mean, if it starts off as a seven five, but then you know. By Christmas, it's got so many cool features in it's you know it's a nine. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that would work like that, but you know, we could have a situation like that um, if mm-hmm. like you know key features are missing like that. Which yeah, the straight up said you know you're not going to be able to play with friends. <laughs> right, right. So and, as a guy who's not been paying attention, uh, which features are free and which are paid? Well, everything I mentioned so far is free. Okay, that's good. Um, all the yeah, all the maps, gears, weapons—they'll all be free. I don't think they'll talk about paid DLC until maybe next ne- next year, right? You know, huh. Like same same with the did for Mario Kart, right? Um, or at least a few months later or something. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, I think it would be, be kind of shooting themselves in the foot if, like, before the game releases. Oh, by the way, we have some paid DLC coming out. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, it's to me, it's it's kind of like the game is all not finished. And they just want to get it out now and then patch in the stuff once they've tested it. And, you know, maybe they've got stuff half ready or almost ready, but they don't want to put it on the disc, you know, in case mm-hmm. it's, you know, broken. Um, so they want to release what's what's good now and then throw in the stuff later. Because it's an online game, you have to be online to play it, right? So, you, of course, you've got a friggin' internet connection to download the patches, right? <laughs> so th- th- there's no worry about that. It's not like, you know, a Smash Brothers where people may never ever play it online, like Ty. But that's for different, different reasons. But, well, I played uh, online two or three times, and then I decided it was bad. Then you got your ass kicked. Um, <laughs> nah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, there are people who play Smash Brothers exclusively offline, right? And yeah. So those people, you have to make sure those people have a flawless uh, experience, right? But with Splatoon... Mo- uh, multiplayer is only online. I think. I think I'm right. The, I've, they haven't mentioned any. Oh, there's is it one split screen mode? Yeah, I think there's like one on one split screen. Yeah, like gamepad and TV. Is is that right? I think I, I have no idea. But anyway, yeah. I always just assume the worst of uh, about these things. <laughs> like I, I thought it'd be like main screen only split uh, vertically. <laughs> yeah, it's all of that, but only on the gamepad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, other, other things, they more info about the amiibo mode. Um, we put the amiibo on and then it kind of appears in this giant amiibo box and you can play challenges against them mm-hmm. to get stuff. Uh, yeah. And then other things like to kind of cross promotion things, they had inkling costumes for smash, smash brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so you can dress your me up as an inkling. <laughs> Which, um, I don't know, that kind of... Does that sound like they're not going to have an Inkling character as DLC now? If they're just giving it a costume? Maybe that's a way of this, them saying, you know, fuck you, you're not getting an Inkling not, character. Not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, you know, shit. I mean, if you scan in your Amiibos, you get Mario costumes and Mario's in the game. Um, yeah, but that's the other way around. He was already in it. Uh, it could be a, a tentative thing where they look at the numbers of people like downloading or using the uh, Squidling skin. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, if it blows up, you know, they could put in the character. Yeah. 
Or they just give the Miis extra moves that <laughs> make them look like an Inkling. Yeah, that way you don't need to make a new yeah. character model or anything. There you go. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Well, they've already got an Inkling hat in the Mi Plaza. I'm, I'm my, my Mi is wearing an Inkling hat already. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing was 3DS covers, uh, kind of ink-splattered uh, new 3DS covers for any eight-year-old girls who want to get into uh, decorating their 3DS. Hey, I actually thought they looked pretty sharp, but, I mean, for eight-year-old girls, they have to have pretty deep <laughs> pockets. I mean, yeah. <laughs> here in Japan, they're starting at, like, 2,000 yen, you know. I think with the current exchange, it's, like, 15 bucks, but, I mean, still. <laughs> yeah. No, and, you, can't, you can't say dollars, Danny, because Americans can't even import it because they don't have Yeah, yeah exactly. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's just... I'm not sure I can peel myself away from, like, girls' fashion, whatever. Girls' mode? <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Joke ruined. <laughs> you never know. Maybe if you scan your inkling amiibo in girls mode, you might get an inkling hat or underpants. <laughs> no, that's not a good look for underpants, is it? Cross our fingers. Nice uh, style. Yeah, and then they ended up with um, yeah, a bit of a kind of a hashtag James was wrong. First time that hashtag has ever been used, I think. Um, <laughs> because somebody asked me on Twitter, what do you think are the chances that there'll be a demo for Splatoon? And I said, uh, slim to none. <laughs> and um, then, yeah, at the end, they announced that there is a demo. Beta, beta, whatever you want to call it. To be honest, it's less a demo and more a stress test. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. If it was a demo, you could have it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you can. You can you can load up the uh, title screen. Yeah, with like <laughs> some <laughs> super, <laughs> super annoying music. <laughs> I'm sure I streamed that for a while. So yeah, this will lead into um, uh, my entire uh, new business. So the the test, the global test fire, as it as it was called, was going to be on was on the ninth and tenth. And um, so basically, you know, there was lots of people complaining about the times it's like oh it's 4 a.m um but actually if you looked at the global times it was at 4 a.m in every time zone and it was at 8 p.m in every time zone and it was at 12 p.m in every time zone so everyone had you know an afternoon and an evening and a crack of dawn uh time (laughs) slot and like uh, the matchmaking was global, right? It's yeah. not just people in one country, one region playing. You were playing people all over the world. Exactly. I think that's what why they did it. So it's like at eight PM Japan time, which is when uh, me and Ty played it. That yeah. was probably. I also played at four AM. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably four AM for you know the, the RFN guys and you know and whatever uh, three o'clock in the afternoon for the Australian guys. Yeah, I actually saw someone named Lindemann in my matches. I wonder if it was uh, Big Boss himself. Possibly. Um, but it's, you can't really customize the inkling, so you, it wasn't bald or anything, was it? You can change their <laughs> skin tone. Okay. I always pick black. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that was a good way of getting everyone in the world online at the same time. On the same game, and you know, yeah, like Ty said, a stress test is probably the best word for it, right? Um, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Although it kind of it was a bit of a sad trombone moment for when I booted mine up, because the first thing I did it was it said connecting, connecting, and then I got this um, pop up error message: uh, the network is down. <laughs> <laughs> this was like five or ten minutes after the the event had started, 
but then you know i, I rec- reconnected a couple of times on it and it was it was fine and i never got that error message again right so because that, you have a european region wii u right i do i do it's a, yeah the queen's wii u but <laughs> it's in japan so yeah well, it was probably trying to initialize through some weird server and so on the other side of the planet so yeah it's probably, probably trying to link me up with uh, prince william when uh <laughs> you know i didn't really want to mm-hmm. do that but right. so, so yeah uh i guess we should move on to how the game actually played so ty you actually had the brilliant idea <clears throat> i told him to to um stream the game right yeah i did stream and you can watch my stream archive on nwr tv or my twitch channel super cat drugs <laughs> it's probably the only thing i've streamed in the last six months but there you go <laughs> Is it called? I think it's called like Splatoon, like Famicast feed or something like that, right? Uh, well, on my Twitch, it was like a Famicast Splatoon Bukake party. <laughs> uh, I, I did not use that name on the NWR TV. Safe search on kids, if you search for that word. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Ty, I've been talking for about ten minutes. Why don't you take it away? Okay. Uh. Well, first things first, my favorite part was people complaining about how OP the paint roller was. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> as you may have heard, I, I've been managing a, a Twitter called Scrub Quotes, where I find quotes from people who are both bad at video games and have a bad attitude about being bad at video games. <laughs> and I publicly shame them. <laughs> I have 1,300 followers as of this podcast. <laughs> so that's Amazing. good. I did a lot of that. I mean, it was so easy. You just get on Twitter and search for Paint Roller OP, and there's these people, oh my god, nerf, please! (laughs) When it turns out, they're actually just bad at video games. (laughs) Alright, so let's break it down. There are four playable loadouts. Uh, There's the Paint Roller, there's the Sniper equivalent, and then there's like two different like machine gun equivalents. I don't know what they're called in the English version. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Splat. Something involving splat. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I I played for uh two solid hours. Um. Are you kidding? You you actually got up for the four a.m. one? No, I stayed up. I was I was super <laughs> wired for some reason. <laughs> so it's cat drugs. Yeah, <laughs> I was all hopped up on cat drugs. <laughs> um, Dude, those one at like one p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, and I didn't even know about it at that right. point because, you know, I don't play the Wii U. <laughs> Come on. Who had to get the dust off my Wii U, doop doop. Yeah, like, you know, I have to hook it up, like, brush this layer of dust off the controller. You know, you know, I, you know, I could go on and on about how much I hate the Wii U and I don't play it. But, you know, I played Splatoon <laughs> and I had a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's Ty, one member of a Nintendo podcast, everyone. I know, right? <laughs> Dude, it's just going to escalate like more and more until it's like red in the face screaming rant about how much I hate the Wii U and how I've literally played it less than the Virtual Boy. <laughs> Which is still true. I played my Virtual Boy a lot more than I played my Wii U. So, uh, Splatoon. Yes! <laughs> yes, the shooty game on the Wii U. Um, it's fun. Uh, I was really pleased with the level design. It seemed very smart, very professional. 
because you know a, a lot of people know this but i'm also kind of a grizzled shooter player you know quake 3 i'll rail gun you until you die <laughs> etc but yeah um I really like the level design. Uh, loadouts are neat. I was disappointed that apparently I could not change loadouts mid-match. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Like, well, I wonder I if, th- if the that... the matches are like three minutes, though, aren't they? It does not matter how short the match is. I mean, okay. you you might die like ten times in a match. Right. So, you know, you might want to change your loadout to the, you know, thing that will help your team win. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Like when you go back to the like the circular thing at the start of the level, you know that would be a yeah time to just switch over, right? Yeah, I mean you have a few seconds when you die, or you should be able to just stand on your start point and change the loadout. I mean, there's only four loadouts; it's not going to take long. Yeah, in fact, that's another point I want to make. There are only four loadouts, and it it in, re- in the demo, right? <clears throat> yeah, are there going to be more? Yeah, I think I heard uh, Neil tweeting about. Very, uh, various other weapons. I mean, like, there's a paintbrush, for example, that kind of works similar to the roller, but it's just a giant paintbrush. Right. Which is, like, slightly faster than the roller. Um, Ooh, the scout! All right, uh, let me tell you about Team Fortress 2. <laughs> it's like Splatoon Senior. <laughs> <laughs> right. You, you've got various uh, different modes in a team versus shooty game, and there are nine different classes. And each of them are very different. And, you know, Splatoon, it feels like Team Fortress 2 to me, like very fundamentally. But, you know, instead of being like a a free-to-play game with nine different classes, it's a $60 retail game with I don't know how many classes. Less than nine, I'm guessing. 17. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing we don't know. It could have. I think it's going to have at least eight I mean, I think the four for the demo are just, you know, the basics, right? Just to get you into it. Yeah. But, Um, I mean, you can see my impressions on a lot of individual things, like over my, you know, hour-long stream. But, you know, in a nutshell, I had fun with it, but I don't think I can justify paying $60 for this game. Yes, well, yeah, especially as we mentioned at the start, that several features are going to be missing. Uh, crucial features, like, you know, playing with friends. Um, but, uh, yeah, I I also had fun with this game. I I really liked it. Um, the I tried all four of the weapons and the loadouts, and um, because I was playing it in English, maybe I, I picked up a few more hints and tips that were flashing up around... Which uh, you know, Ty may have missed if it was yeah, like ca- shoot the other in your face, shoot the other team until it dies. <laughs> yeah, like for example, you can press uh, if on the gamepad, you can press your teammate and you can jump to their position immediately. And I noticed that Ty, you didn't do that. You yeah, were, like, just running from the start point every single time. Yeah, that's it's true. Not, it's not always a good idea to actually jump to your teammate because you know you might be just jumping right in the middle of death sometimes yeah so it is actually a good idea to just run from the start sometimes but yeah yeah like did, if you did, got a yeah did you play the mini game on during matchmaking yeah, yeah, yeah. okay i the... played a lot of that <laughs> just the squid hopping game what is yeah, like it, it, can you guys tell me more about this I, I mean as a guy that didn't get to play i have no idea well on the on the splatoon direct they showed i think there's at least four and you can maybe unlock more mm-hmm. or download more 
through DLC. I'm not sure, but like there's uh, Squid Jump, which is basically Doodle Jump. You know, where it's like a smartphone game where you uh, try and get as high as possible. Mm-hmm. Which it just play. It basically lo- it loads up on the gamepad while you're waiting to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I never got to play for more than like you know five seconds because it connected quite quickly. So mm-hmm. I'm not, Ty, were you having longer than that? Uh yeah, it actually saves your progress between oh, matches. Oh, yeah, okay. so I I, I I was able to get through a different level, and it gets a little trickier, a little more complicated as you go on. Ah, hmm. oh, that makes sense because when I went when one time I played it, there was like lava following me, but then. Another time it wasn't, so, okay. Yeah, there's, sense. like, power-ups and ice platforms and stuff. It gets all serious. So, basically, it's like Doodle Jump. It's like, you know, 8-bit retro yeah. NES-style sprites. Um, and I actually tweeted out a bunch of these during the Splatoon Direct. I kind of screen-grabbed these. Uh, I forgot. I think this was, like, one based around the music rhythm game type thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Squid dance or something like that. <laughs> that sounds like beats. my kind of game squid beats i think it's good beats with a Z. um Z. <laughs> uh like a racer one and another one for at least but uh, yeah i think they're gonna do more and you can actually play them in within the game and like uh like there's some little arcade machines dotted around that plaza thing that we've oh, seen okay. before you know yeah, so yeah you could uh find them there hey that's fun yeah, yeah, it's got a nice little overworld. It seems uh, in the full game, like you know, shops to buy clothes and you know decorate your squid uh, <laughs> with various clothes and things. And they've got lots of fake brand names, uh, and you have to be cool enough to buy stuff. You know, you have to reach a certain cool level before you can uh, you're allowed to buy a certain brand or something like that. <laughs> I think Neil tweeted something like uh, the squid. Squid Boy said I wasn't cool enough or something like that. I think it was in reference to that. Uh, <laughs> like that one time I went to Abercrombie and I was beaten within an inch of my life. <laughs> By the doorman. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, like, back to the roller, OP. Ho, ho, ho. The, there, was, <laughs> what, there was one time when... Um, I cho- the one time that I chose the roller, my whole team decided to cho- um, choose the roller, and that didn't work out very well. Yeah, that's why you um, need to be able to change loadouts. Exactly, exactly. So we were all just kind of, and, and the other team had like one roller and you know a machine gun and a sniper. They were more balanced. Can you tell like what your teammates are choosing? Oh, okay. when it, when the game starts, it goes do 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 do, and it, and they all pop out the ink and you see what weapon they've got. Oh, so you yeah. can't tell, like, before you go on? No, no, like... not before, no. You can't say, hey, guys, I'm going to choose the roller, don't choose the roller. Someone or it just else. doesn't, okay. Like, so. Because you're playing with random people, right? You're not playing with your but friends. But, I mean, don't other shooters do this type of thing? Like, you know, you're going into a match, and you get to see, okay, this guy is playing this type of a thing, and this other guy is playing this. I should probably do this. Yeah. I mean, all of these kind of things, I'm sure they'll be... Uh, more better in the full game <laughs> okay I, I always assume so especially with friend matches oh man oh man yeah. if not it's gonna be well, funny when the, it isn't yes they were heading down a slippery slope here gentlemen <laughs> so ty what about the um you know lack of voice chat you know you that's that bad but yeah i have nothing more to say about that somebody tweeted out something along the lines of um you you squirt ink where the enemy's ink is. You don't need voice chat. Something along those lines. Ah, uh, 
usually the matches are too hectic for you to be able to write out entire swear words. So <laughs> it's not really. No, but I mean, you, you just look at the gamepad. That bit's pink. I'm on the blue team. I need to scrub blue ink where there's pink ink. End of story. You know, no, why, why that's stupid. That's a scrub quote. <laughs> because you need to be able to plan for the immediate future as well. Right. Well, that's Nintendo's official quote. So Nintendo <laughs> is bad at video games. <laughs> I mean, there th- there, there's fired. another rant I have. Like, I'm not sure the people that play these games actually play video games anymore. And I think mm. it's starting to reflect in their game design. There you go. So yeah, that's Splatoon. Um, Link me to that, and it may be a script quote. Okay, I will. Uh, <laughs> cautiously, <laughs> optimistically, hopefully, curiously, hopeful? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I would get this game at launch, especially mm-hmm. with all these key features missing. And well, I never buy anything at launch anyway, because you know, I like to see the chaos that ensues on launch day, and then you know, usually jump in when things are cheaper and more refined and patched <laughs> oh yeah let me I, tell you about my experience with netherrealm games later <laughs> i mean uh, but I, I have yeah i have the the, the the lindemann syndrome so it's like i buy these games at launch and then i don't play them for months kind of like kirby and the rainbow curse like i bought it back in january <laughs> oh, God. And it's may <laughs> i think that's just come out in europe now yeah so you've, yeah. you've actually just you know the whole reason for you buying it earlier than anyone else in the world has just been you know diminished exactly it was diminished like a few weeks after the fact i mean (laughs) people in europe are playing it before danny yeah yeah wow there we go (laughs) he bivens did i did i did did. totally okay so let's move on all right Right, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, continue on here with new business. Uh, if any of you guys out there following me on Twitter might know, and you might have seen in some of my recent posts, I've been posting some screenshots and stuff uh, for Xenoblade Cross. Or Finally got it working there, eh, Danny. <laughs> A little <laughs> aside on that, like uh, I, I didn't even realize that, I guess I, maybe I realized, I didn't really think much of it, that you know you can do the screen grabs directly from the Wii U through like a little tool that Nintendo has and put stuff on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, stuff like that. But I just never screwed around with it. And then James was like, dude, why aren't you posting pictures of this stuff? And I was like, uh. <laughs> well, <laughs> I need I to think, get good. Help me. When I, when I saw you like photographing your TV, I was like, okay, <laughs> that's it. Okay, for fuck's sake, Danny. <laughs> Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> yes. Jesus so, Christ. I, I thank you for that. I have slightly clearer pictures now that are not quite... <laughs> yeah, you know, it's fine. It's it's serviceable. Um, but yeah, I think at this point, as of today, I was playing today for about another three hours or something wow. before coming on the show. So I'm, I'm just a little bit shy of 30 hours with the game wow. right now. And um, yeah, I'm probably not even... I'm almost halfway through the game, I think. So, but anyways, so, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. And I wrote myself a list, but I'll probably still, you know, 
<laughs> forget 30, a lot of stuff. 30 hours? That doesn't seem like halfway for a Xenoblade game. That's well, I mean, like halfway through chapter one, maybe. From, <laughs> from like where I'm at in the chapters and I think of the total, just about halfway. Okay, okay. So... But, um, you know, just right off the bat, you know, whenever you first boot up the game and you're, you start playing and stuff, you realize that, you know, this world is just absolutely amazing and you literally can go anywhere as long as you can, like, you know, I mean, you know, sometimes you're not going to be able to scale, like, you know, a 90 degree mountain or something like that. But, I mean, pretty much anything that you can see in the game, you can go to. And that's, that's fantastic and something that you don't see on Nintendo systems very often. And, you know, Ty, like, you know, you said you unless i just totally not did not remember this correctly but you know you played through like skyrim and stuff like that yeah and like every achievement (laughs) jesus christ i mean and i was reading through the iwata asks for this game which was actually put into english like the same day the japanese one was out too so it's really interesting listening to these guys because the developers they're very aware unlike you know ty's theory of like some maybe some of the other uh people working on Nintendo games, maybe they're not so aware of what else is out there, but these guys are very aware and they're looking at stuff like, you know, they're looking at Bethesda and like even calling out games like Fallout 3 by name and stuff. So it's like these guys, you know, at Monolith Soft, they know what's up and they, you know, they have a passion to make something that's unique on the Wii U, but just to show these other developers and just gamers out there, Hey, this thing can be expansive and still look pretty freaking great. And, um, As, in terms of like enemies and stuff, I mean they're you know they're all over the the stage and crap, and you know they look fantastic. Like the animations are uh, kind of fun, and uh, like for example, I mean too, like some of the creatures are like <laughs> like weirdly like pulsating and stuff. <laughs> but it kind of like gives them a really you know it gives this feeling like hey this thing is alive you know, and so that 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 was a really nice touch. Um, dinosaur planet. Yeah, well there there are dinosaurs. <laughs> And I, I posted a couple of pictures on uh, on uh, Twitter about that too. You know, I think there's the kind of you know semi iconic one. It's like a brontosaur, whatever the hell. You know, just think Jurassic Park. <laughs> if you scan your fox amiibo, you actually uh, get him in the game. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and um, right, that would be fun. But <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't. No, probably not. It's not <laughs> a need, good game. Star Fox Adventures. What's her name? Good Crystal. Name. The <laughs> an amiibo of that? No, we don't. That amiibo range is coming out for uh, Star Fox U. <laughs> if we're so if we're so lucky. Yep. But you know, one thing that a lot of people have been complaining about about this game uh, has to do with the characters' faces. <laughs> so have they evolved from N sixty four to GameCube? <laughs> Maybe uh... if you ask Alex Kalafi, he might say that. Um, I, I th- it's it's weird. I think from what I was reading in the Iwata asks that they have a maybe a couple of different like head like art directors or character designers on you know on the team, and they have pretty free reign to kind of create whatever kind of characters that they wanted to. And it's very apparent because some things are just some of the characters are very like anime esque. Like one of the main characters, her name's uh, Lin or Ren. <laughs> <laughs> And she has, like, these big bug eyes and just, like, the ridiculous anime cliche, you know, 13-year-old girl, literally. <laughs> and it's just kind of creepy, and I hate it. 
but then there are other characters like there's this kind of upper guy in the military he's like this he's just a white dude with like you know kind of a receding hairline and a big you know hollywood hogan mustache and he looks cool it's you know it's i mean for a game like this and it's just a kind of an interesting mix-up of like almost western type of styles and then like these japanese type of styles with so, the so you're saying they mix styles like massive it, anime eyes and then regular human eyes no i mean it's still like anime but not like the same anime aesthetic throughout sometimes it's slightly different it seems like to me hmm. um i don't know just kind of like more toned down like even for example my character when i was creating him through the it's a ridiculously long process if you want it to be but i kind of wanted to get through it pretty quickly so i was kind of <laughs> scrolling through so you're just a purple guy with a tattoo on his face a purple guy with a panda face <laughs> no <laughs> no i just found a guy that was most kind of normal looking and he i think he's asian <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um but you know he says like you know short hair and like a beard and then you know you can do crazy anime hair like just think like shulk and xenoblade on the wii you can do stuff like that if you want to you can have purple skin blue skin whatever you can do all sorts of crazy stuff but so yeah i mean that stuff's all pretty interesting um <clears throat> you know for the game though too uh, some of you guys out there might know that you know, I was listening to Nintendo voice chat and it, I wasn't clear whether or not they had the disc version or the download version because they didn't say, but they were talking about with this game, like I had the disc version and, you know, they said ideally for the game to be running the best that it can possibly be, you know, having the downloaded version, you know, digitally on your system is the best way to go. Um, that's, that's what the producers were saying, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I, I bought the disc version because I don't have a lot of room on my Wii U and I haven't bought an external hard drive yet. So, <laughs> Danny, no one has enough room on the Wii U. <laughs> yeah, nobody it's does. It's a default option. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's yeah. empty. Yes. But so they, they offered these data packs that you can download from the eShop for free that help improve like performance and load times and stuff. I mean, I think even without any of them, there's the game never really chugs. It always runs pretty smoothly, but sometimes that's because things are popping in. You know, you've got a lot more like pop in and stuff like that. But um, like I said, there are four packs. One of them is like a, just a general kind of update type of thing, kind of make it run a little bit smoother. Things can pop up a little bit faster. They have other things where the enemies will pop up faster, the dolls, aka scales, giant robots, and then something to do with, I believe, it was like, uh, cutscenes or something characters but yeah so I, I i only downloaded one of them and you know it, it definitely you know enhanced the game it made it you know run a little bit faster so that was nice and it would have been even nicer to download all of these but what can i do <laughs> at this point um well, what shit have you got on your uh, hard drive uh, get rid of it <laughs> uh, true enough i mean jesus christ i mean there's so much stuff to talk about with this uh in terms of like combat uh it's pretty similar in a way to uh, xenoblade on the wii as in the just with the fact that you have still like the arts on like the bottom of the screen and you know it's this is not an action game this is an rpg so if you select an attack you're not going to you can't just spam the attack like zelda you know it's just doing it like every <clears throat> couple of seconds or whatever so and, danny uh, you can use the monado arts in this game they're not the Monado arts, but I mean, it's essentially... Unlike Smash Brothers. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But um, one thing that they added into this game, which I thought was kind of nice, because typically you think RPGs, especially more recent ones, are a lot of times when you're 
companion characters are constantly chatting during battle and just it just means nothing and it's just annoying most of the time <laughs> but in this game actually there's a there's a point to it because there's a whole other kind of system in the battle system it's called uh uh, soul system and there's two different components of this one being the soul voice and this is where your characters are talking and but basically what they'll do in the battles will be like hey maybe you should use this attack and then you'll have a visual cue on your little bar down below it says okay it's like flashing you say okay i'm gonna use this attack and you kind of get like enhanced uh maybe power on your hit or something like that and um so that's kind of that's kind of cool and there's another part of it called this soul challenge and you might have seen it in the Xenoblade video presentation they had a couple of weeks ago where basically there's like a circle that kind of gradually shrinks down to nothing. But you have to press B within a certain range to get uh, basically to you know hit the jackpot with this thing. And if you do it correctly, you can uh, get like a health boost, get more uh, – oh, God, what the heck? <laughs> there's this stuff in the game. I think it's called TP. It helps you so you can do like your special attacks and stuff. Sounds like uh, Elite Beat Agents. <laughs> <laughs> Just that particular part. Yeah. But no, it feels really good, and I, I've been having a lot of fun just going into battles and stuff. And typically, when I'm playing RPGs, I just kind of avoid battles until I need to grind, and then do that, and then just run around. But you know, most of the time, I just kind of fight people if they're not <laughs> too ridiculously strong, and they're not going to kill me in like one hit. So, can you can you run away? Like, if you accidentally, you know, irritate a massive, you know, Diplodocus, can you like <laughs> run away from it? Oh yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> sometimes that's how I, <laughs> I, I'm trying to get somewhere and I'm like, okay, I don't feel like doing this. And yeah, I do exactly that. I just kind of run through initially if there's some enemies that, especially like maybe some of the wildlife that's just walking around, they can even look like they're just, you know, these ridiculously gory monsters or something, but they, they have like these icons over their heads. If they're going to attack you, it's like this red eye. And if you get within range of them seeing you, then you kind of like freeze and then, you know, you can fight them or you can just run, <laughs> which is sometimes what I do just to kind of get, to, if I'm in the middle of like a mission or trying to get somewhere, just do okay. that. And, you so know, if they're, if they're calm or whatever, you can just like run through their legs and they wouldn't even bother yeah, killing you. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. But if they're pissed off, then even just getting near them, they'll kill you. Yeah. Like the more, more volatile types will do that. So. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. It took, took me a little bit to figure that out. I just kind of, if I didn't need to fight, I just kind of avoided everybody. Then I realized, like, oh, don't even have to do that. So that was kind of cool. It's kind of like walking down Kabukicho at night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about, too, was the online. Because I don't know if this is really quite clear to people out there, but this is not like... Uh, this isn't like online Monster Hunter, you know, where you're playing with other people at all times and, you know, teaming up, taking down monsters. This is more of right. a very, as the developers called, a very loosely connected experience where whenever, after you get to a certain point in the game, you're on these things that are called squads. And there's like 32 people that make it up and they're basically kind of all on like a, a server, let's just say. And... Like, on your screen, you see on, like, the bottom right-hand side, it says, like, okay, you have, like, monster X, Y, and Z. You have 16 of these things. If you guys kill all of these, you can get some kind of, like, special... All of you collectively can get some kind of special, like, you know, bonus, like, uh, you know, experience bonus or something like that. And 
I, you you don't have to kill all 16 by yourself. The whole you team. don't. I mean, okay. everybody is playing their own game and they're just doing their own thing. And they can do it if they want to or they can just totally ignore it. So you, you could just sit on your ass and wait for other people to do it. And yeah. And you would still get it. Yeah, but I, I have not experienced that. Even okay. <laughs> kind of trying, like, it, you know, some people are just into playing you know, the stuff by themselves so they don't really give a shit. But something that they said on the developers said, they said, you know, if you can get all this stuff, there's he said that, like, there are times when you can actually team up with these people online to do something, like fight some kind of a special monster. I have not, hmm. because because I haven't, you know, even come close to doing this, that's not been an option for me. But one thing that you can do with their with the characters that you're teamed up with in the same server, they're, like, basically, you know, like a, a AI version of them is kind of walking around, or maybe they're just kind of standing somewhere in the game world, and you can come up to them at any time and recruit them to be in, in your party, which is kind of cool. And it sounds more like the Street Pass Plaza than, <laughs> kind than of, like an online uh, multiplayer game. Kind of, right. but I mean, it's it like I said, it's not. You're it's very passive. You're not really right. actually interacting with people. Well, it's it's Japanese. It's designed for Japanese people who exactly. don't like communicating with other people online. Yeah, seriously, the developer even literally said he was like, "Yeah, I." scared of going online because people are mean <laughs> and i'm like really man <laughs> okay <laughs> but i don't know i think it works out fine for this one kind of weird thing about getting these players into your party though there's like a time limit for like how long you could use them i was just using it today and it, at one point it said like yep yeah, we got 10 minutes left and i was like what there's a time limit on this stuff but so that was so, uh, do you know if there are there will be any you know modes where you can play online with your friends if you want to if you choose to or is I, that I think that, I think right now I think right now that's not a thing um, <clears throat> they've already been experiencing okay. or experimenting with some uh, DLC but I mean it's mostly just like optional quests and stuff like that optional you characters. have to pay for that right that one you have to pay for yeah 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 I already got paid DLC Jesus Christ yeah but I mean Don't it's hang around yeah <laughs> Yeah, so as, I don't as know. if you need it, the game is freaking huge. And they, yeah, exactly. I mean, they released paid DLC at launch. Jesus yeah. Christ! I, I was talking to uh, somebody on Twitter. I think it was Seren, and she said that you know, like some of the quests that they have are make it like so you can gain XP like really easily and stuff. Like it's okay. like that type of stuff, kind of like <laughs> maybe win buttons to to, to a certain extent, <laughs> but not like you know nothing crazy. So gotcha. But one last thing I wanted to talk about, which I thought was kind of odd, but kind of helpful for guys like me. <laughs> and Ty, you're probably going to laugh. But um, So, you know, the game, obviously, being an RPG, it has bosses and boss fights and stuff like that. And I, I noticed that even after, like, the first time I fought one of the bosses, I was totally and clearly underpowered going into the battle. So I died, I think, once or twice. And then after the second time i think it was the second time that i died it said something along the lines like hey do you want to like basically fight this guy again but you know do it so he's weaker (laughs) wow it's like yeah sure why not and like i think that first battle the guy was when i first ran into him he was like level 10 or 15 now i think it was 10 and then when i went back he was like level three and i was like okay this is a little bit too easy now but i'll take the win yeah (laughs) But I don't know. I mean, sometimes the bosses can be tough, so it's kind of nice to be able to just to have that as opposed to just having to go out and grind, you know, for another was, three did hours. You, did you get lost? Did you go somewhere too far out where 
You shouldn't have gone? Is no, I think I was where I needed to be. <laughs> I just hadn't like spent too much. Actually, at that point, I had I was not grinding at all in the game. I just was okay. running around. I was like, oh, cool. Oh, God. That'll do it. That'll do yeah. it. Yep. So. Just needed to get good. <laughs> pretty much. But, you know, like I said, I mean, there's so much more that I could probably talk about, but I'll, I'll end it here. Oh, I've... Well, you haven't mentioned anything about this, the scales, the dolls, the massive robots. Have you yeah. done yet? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> 30 hours in. What? Yep. Yeah. And you um, don't have a big robot. Do you have a, that motorbike thing? Nope. You don't have a motorbike. Okay, nope, so you're I'll just run. walking everywhere. Yes. Oh, okay. One other thing that I think is really helpful with the game, though, is that the, the fast travel in the game. Because oh. on the gamepad, there's constantly a map being displayed. And, um, yeah, God, I don't want to go on another tangent, but you're basically kind of exploring parts of the world. You're setting, like, these dead data probes, and you're kind of expanding, like, this New Los, or New Los Angeles' knowledge of, like, this whole planet. And... Um, well, when you're doing that too, if you come across like little parts of land, you're also unlocking uh, fast travel points, which is very helpful. <laughs> so you don't have to, you know, run your ass okay. all the way back. You know, That's for fair an enough. Hour. But it's just just the fun aspect of being able to fly somewhere in a massive robot. Yeah, and fly and things. I, apparently, that's coming pretty soon from where I'm at. Okay. Um, I think well, after the chapter. I'm sure you'll have lots and more chances to talk about this game. Finally, you've got a lengthy game that you're actually <laughs> playing through, and you can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, you know, most people in the world haven't played and don't know about, so right. it's good. Stay tuned to the Famicast for yes, more impressions. For sure. Or Danny might just give up immediately, immediately after this podcast and never That's play it again. That's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> but you think you, you will stick with it? or? I mean, I've already put 30 hours in. I might as well go the other 80 to finish it up. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a bit, uh, a bit hazy. Yeah. Might as well complete another 80 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds yeah. a bit like I'm throwing this game in the bin in about half an hour from now. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Yep, so that's it for me. Ty's going to go ahead and continue on. Yeah, video games. Uh, <laughs> well, I actually did play my Wii U for Splatoon. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that was over, I was done with it. <laughs> Went right back to my Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys may have heard me talk about State of Decay before. Yeah. Yeah, that's seriously one of my favorite games What's of a, the okay. last few years. You have to clear this up for me, though, Ty. I mean, that was originally 360. Did they just, like, upport it to Xbox One, too? Yeah. And it's also okay. out on PC as well. Okay, okay. Yeah, so basically they just uh, repackaged it all as one game mm-hmm. on Xbox One. Like, there's two DLC campaigns. And they're all together in one package on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some new features in it. Mm-hmm. Like... um. All right, the gist of the game is it's kind of like a, a free-roving, slightly sandboxy zombie survival game. Mm-hmm. It plays third-person, kind of like GTA, I would say. Mm-hmm. But you're constantly scavenging for supplies, and you're managing like a base full of survivors. And you can like tag out to any of the other survivors you have in your uh, den of humans that you have uh, 
pulled together. Mm-hmm. Um, new feature they added is um, they added supply drops, which uh, you go to a supply drop location, and it makes a lot of noise, so it swarms with zombies, but mm-hmm. it's a military supply drop, so the payoff is really good. Mm-hmm. So high risk, high reward. That's fun. Cool. Hey Ty, I have a good, I have a genuine question for you about yeah. Xbox One. Yeah. How many? How many? You know all those Xbox 360 live arcade games that you spent thousands and thousands of dollars on. How yeah. do they play on the Xbox One? Uh, well. Do they carry over? No, I still have my. I have two Xbox 360s, so I play them on that. But there are some games that have carried over. How many? Uh, just a couple. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so a system with a with a universal login, and you know the same operating system and same structure doesn't carry any games over whatsoever, other than two. I wouldn't. It, I don't think that's exactly true. That it's the same operating system and structure. Interesting. I'm just saying. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Because <laughs> with the PS4, I can understand it. Because the PS3 was like some horseshit architecture that somebody made in the basement but like oh, yeah, ps4 is like ps4 is basically a pc but an xbox 360 is a pc and an xbox one is a pc so what's 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 the deal i don't know what's I'm, the deal i'm not an engineer at microsoft you should ask them <laughs> I, and i should ask you like uh why doesn't the wii u play gamecube games it plays it plays wii u games wii yeah. games yeah i mean it, it plays gamecube games if you do like a, a hack on it and you, you can still play all your VC games, do the kind of crappy emulation thing they got going on. Wow. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Cool, whatever. Well, anyway. Super control at work. <laughs> uh, State Punk. of Decay is good and fun, and you can buy it on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or it, Xbox 360. Or Xbox 360. Or Steam, I think. Yeah, it's on Steam. Yeah, I wonder. I haven't played the Steam version. I wonder if it like just kind of got the updates gradually that the Xbox One version has. Hmm. That makes sense, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, it would make sense. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> just stick the PC disc in the Xbox One. It'll probably work, right? Yeah, like that time I went to GameStop to buy Windows ninety five and put it in my PlayStation One. <laughs> okay, I didn't do that, but I swear to God, I've heard the story of somebody like doing that. It's like, Did why it doesn't Windows work on my PlayStation? <laughs> I heard Marilyn Manson is buying all the old PlayStation 1 discs because they're black and he wants to release an album on it. I read wow. that somewhere. What? Black CDs. Yeah, I know. But what? He likes black things. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know Snoop Dogg came into a, a GameStop that my friend manages and was super confused about what the Wii U did. <laughs> like he thought it played DS games or something. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> Actually, it does. That's so weird. It does. Oh, good. Sort Badly. of. Yeah. Okay, so State of Decay, I highly recommend it. Super fun. Mm-hmm. It's not pretty, and it's still a little bit buggy, but oh. gosh, it's fun. Hmm. It's less buggy than it was. Hmm. It's kind of charming. Is it free? No, it's like $30. Okay. It's 20 okay. if you already had the 360 version. So you're paying for a broken game. Brilliant. Yeah. It's not broken. There are only a couple bugs. I mean, I've played buggier retail games. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. What else did I play? I played a free game on Steam called 
Spooky's House of Jump Scares. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that was called PT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, lo- I, I love PT, and I've never even played it. I just, like, watch videos of people playing it. Hey, Ty, I've got I've got a PS4 with it preloaded. Do you want to buy it for fifteen thousand dollars? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, but my favorite PT playthrough was the one that Aris did, the Tekken player. Uh, he threw his controller like all the way across the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you linked me. <laughs> you linked yeah. me up to that. Actually, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was a great jump scare. Okay, yeah. but this game, Spooky's House of Jump Scares, is actually super cute. <laughs> it, it does kind of get more twisted as it goes on, but it's like super, like brightly colored and cute and adorable, and yet somehow it still manages to build tension. And then like this, this p- paper ghost pops out on a wooden post and makes a crazy sound and it scares the shit out of you, even though it has like a cute <laughs> little smiley face. <laughs> it's like Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's free. Try it out. It's fun. Yeah. Cool. What else? Killer Instinct, as usual. Cinder came out. Mm -hmm. It was brutal. Brutal Uh, combo. How many many hits is that, Ty? I think that was six. (laughs) I can't be asked to check that if you're right. I'll just assume you are. (laughs) Yeah, let's see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's six. Uh, Yeah, Cinder is out. Uh, I'm going to be in a tournament next week that you can watch live online. Hmm. Uh, just watch my Twitter or I think go to ki.ogty.net. That's not me, by the way. That's OGT. That's a well-known Japanese player. He runs the tournament. Okay. He's a wonderful human being. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, there's Wait, that. Did, did you make it into the top, what is it, top 32, top 20? No, I, I was like... I had to work the last day. Oh. And so I, I was like 37th. Oh, man, that's bullshit. It is. I'm salty about it, but I learned a valuable lesson. It's not how many scrubs. Never work. Yeah, it's not about how many scrubs you can put through the, the meat grinder. It's like how how effectively you can do it, how good you actually are. Hmm. So, I mean, like, you know, I play online. I played the a lot of the other people in the top 32 and a lot of people that were like top 8 at EVO last time they're they're like maybe 10 people in the entire world that like intimidate me <laughs> so I don't give a fuck <laughs> I might try again like next month we'll see I, I kind of don't want to do it if the month ends on a weekday yeah well there is <laughs> you know summer vacation coming up <laughs> yeah we'll see but, you know, there's a couple tournaments coming up. There's, like, the one next week, and then there's, like, a bigger one. The Killer Instinct team is giving away $100,000 for various tournaments. So I, ho- I hope some of that comes to Japan. 50K is going to Evo. Hmm. So if you play uh, KI at Evo, the, there's going to be a, a fattened pot right there. Have you ever made some Mad Bank from uh, fighting game tournaments, Ty? Not like Mad Bank, but, you know, I've made a hundred plus dollars off tournaments. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Like, there, there's going to be a combo clash in Japan and I think, uh, July or August. That might have some money involved. I don't know. In Japan, hmm. like, the the laws about, uh, payouts and gambling uh, and stuff are a little right, right, right. iffy there. Like, I gotcha. 
short version is you can get money if there's no entry fee. If there's an entry fee, you can't play for money. You can play for prizes, though. Like a pencil, and then go cash it in. Or cash, it, cash, cash it in for $1,000. Yeah, like like, a, like when you go play pachinko, <laughs> and you uh, get some bullshit prize, and you sell it at the recycle shop next door that's owned by the same company. <laughs> Slight oversight by the Japanese government there. I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, we'll see how it goes. Like, hopefully they send some money over here. I don't know if they will. But there there are some Japanese players out here. Okay. Yeah. Next. Oh, uh, one more thing. They they haven't shown the next character yet, but they talk some details. It's uh, a robot woman with three bodies <laughs> who, can, who can tag and assist with them. So basically, you just play Marvel. <laughs> It's going to be pretty crazy when they show the video. Wasn't and, she in Total Recall? Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's three different things. Sorry. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> three different things. Yes, that's what the character is. Perfect name. So uh, watch for that video. It's going to be interesting. And they're also going to make Shadow Jago a real character with a unique moveset. So... That's going to bring the total amount of Killer Instinct characters to 18. Hmm. They're already doing clone characters. Wait. Shadow. Did you say Shadow? Well, Shadow a... Jago has a, a long and messed up history. Oh, okay. Like, um, all right, when version 1.0 dropped with only six characters, if you bought, like, the Xbox One... Uh, day one gold subscription. You got Shadow Jago, and it was just a just a unique skin for Jago. It wasn't a character. Then uh, they finished releasing all the season one characters and added the story mode. And hmm. Shadow Jago was the the super bullshit hard to beat boss, <laughs> and he had unique moves and stuff. Okay. Yeah, and they they said you know maybe one day we'll make him. Make him a, his own character, or we'll do it in season two. And they, uh, they, I guess they started to do it, but he kind of branched off into his to a new character, which is now Omen, which kind of shares some stuff with like Shadow Jago and regular Jago and Gargos, and he, he he basically became a unique character. So they still have this like new model in game that they've never used for a unique character, just like a a reskin of Jago. So apparently they're finally gonna make it, make him a new character, and yeah, it will probably be pretty low effort. Because I mean, he's he's already made. They just need to give him moves and balance him. Right. So there's cool. that. Eighteen cool. characters. Also, the best net code in the business. That's I like. <laughs> I don't After know if Smash he... Brothers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You you guys might not believe this, but like I didn't even buy Mortal Kombat. Like, th- apparently the netcode is just garbage, so you know I didn't buy it. Huh. I didn't buy Mortal Kombat Nine until it was like five dollars. <laughs> Price is right, almost it's yeah. not free, but hey. And uh, and I never bought Injustice until they accidentally put it up for free on the Dominican Republic Xbox Live website. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so that that I, I'm going with a similar plan for Mortal Kombat X, I guess. That reminds me of the time Sony of Korea put Spider Man, the Amazing Spider Man Two, on YouTube, <laughs> the whole oh, yeah. movie. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I, I watched. I watched it, the whole thing, on the Korean Sony Japan channel. <laughs> nice job. It was in English with Korean subtitles. So, hmm. how is it Korean Sony Japan? Know. No, Sony Korea. It was Korean. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, th- I could have sworn. Okay, I'll hear in the editing if I was right with what you yeah. just said. But okay, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it was taken down by the time I'd finished watching the movie. So oh, perfect. All right. Yeah. So that'll wrap it up for me. Okay. I love video cool. games. <laughs> we'll take one more quick break here and then James is going to go ahead and finish it off for us alright James hit it yes um, I have been playing video games mm-hmm. um, on Nintendo systems and other systems too. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? When you're playing, been playing lots of games, but like it's games that you've already talked about or people are kind of bored of hearing about. Right. You kind of like when you're on a podcast, you think, should I be talking about this? Like I've been playing all these games, but do people want to hear about them? It's kind of weird, isn't it? Sure. So like, I've been playing Mario 64. I got that when I, they had that offer where you got. Yeah, the the DS and the N64 games, if you bought three, you got the fourth one for free. Oh, they didn't have that in Japan. Uh, yeah, I don't think they had that anywhere, actually. But anyway, so like when I got the review copies of um, Mario Kart DS and WarioWare and the other one, something else I'm forgetting. Oh, DK64. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I got Mario 64 for free, which, you know, happens to be the best of those four, obviously. Um, so yeah, I've I've got about fifteen power stars in, and yeah, it's it's still good. It holds up, and it is still amazing. Um, the one thing I can't get over is how bad the text looks in that game. It's, oh, I could imagine. So, it really is like you know pixelated to shit, but like you know the game runs really super smooth, and you know it looks great. Um, if you do a bit of uh, customized controls, it works out a lot better. If you put the uh, is butt stump on ZR, then it works a lot better than the oh, default. Yeah. What's it? What's it on default? Uh, I don't. I think it's like L or something. I just the, yeah. Every time when I'm doing any of the virtual console stuff, I just put everything on the triggers as, as opposed to the you know the top because that's just that's yeah. just a weird place on any controller. I I do not like the, those top shoulder buttons. I hate them. Yeah. Well, well, yeah I, I don't know if I mentioned it during my DK64 rant, so, <laughs> but like. The, the, the fact that the C buttons are on the stick, you know, really <laughs> doesn't work because, like, you can't accurately press right or left, you know, C, C R and CL with mm-hmm. the stick. It's very hard. Like, and in DK, it really matters because, like, one is, like, play the musical instrument and the other one is get your weapon out. Oh, God. So <laughs> it's kind of like it's bullshit. With Mario, it's not so bad because it's all camera control, mm-hmm. so you kind of want it on the stick. Anyway. Sure. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it controls great and looks great, and it's it's still so much fun, and the music is so good. Um, I hope Danny played the um, the Bowser music leading into this segment because that it's, it's such good music. 
probably have to go back and change what I put in there first. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then I uh, the the amiibo tap uh, bullshit thing came out in the rest of the world, and I mm -hmm. tried it out, and I actually did a little let's play on my YouTube channel, but I actually called it a let's troll because it's it's just oh god. It's just bullshit, isn't it? I mean, Danny already talked about this last time. <laughs> but yeah, like, I touched my Mario amiibo, and I think I got Kirby's Adventure. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then I touched my Yoshi one, and I got... Um, Urban Champion. Uh, no, it was... Mark Rider? It was, it, was, it was something completely random. It was nothing to do with anything. Anyway. Clue Clue Land. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> it's bullshit. Anyway, yeah, and I'm literally never going to touch that again. Um, the only interesting thing that came out of that uh, Amiibo Tap thing was that you don't have the eShop buttons on the European one. Oh, uh-huh. Um, I was talking about Danny with this. We have these kind of like strict laws about like, you know, advertising or like tricking people into buying stuff. Keep in mind, this is, you know, a UK system. Yeah, the UK one, yeah. Um, on the, the US and the Jap Japan one, you can just straight up, you know, nudge, accidentally nudge the left part of the screen and you've bought the game without knowing it. <laughs> no, that's not entirely true, but you know. Anyway, the UK... 12 screens later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 12 screens, yeah, 20 minutes later, you've bought it. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um... What else? Uh, yeah, I went back to Mario Kart 8. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I've been playing the DLC a lot. And uh, yeah, and I got... Uh, oh, yeah, I've been playing the 200cc mode, which mm -hmm. I didn't really talk about last time because I hadn't really touched it. Um, I think I played one track. I actually, since then, we've had a Famicast online tournament. A uh, few of the listeners uh, played with me. I made um, a tournament, you know, Team Danny versus <laughs> Team yes. JC. Yes, as usual. <laughs> I I just did two hundred CC on all the new tracks, and it is it is mental. It really is ridiculously fast, um, hmm. and you really do have to completely change the way you play. Hmm. I mean, you really you just can't play like you normally play. You have to break um, a lot just to get round the simplest of turns, and mm -hmm. you know the the things you can jump over now and glide over is intense. I mean, there's some YouTube videos of this you should search for, like shortcuts with the 200cc mode, something like that. Like you can, like there's, there's, co there's corners, like you, you, you go off a corner and you get the hang glider and you can just like glide over entire sections of the track and just skip over huge uh, corners and land, you know, miles away on <laughs> in 200cc mode. When mm -hmm. before you would just land, you know, a few meters after the jump. So it's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, it's really hard. And yeah, it it really does make it a completely different game. And it is kind of frustrating while, you, while you're learning this new way to play it. Because, you know, obviously I've, you know, I've played all the... I've got golds and all the uh, 150cc. You know, I've played all the tracks. I know what's going on. I know when to turn. I know when to break. But like... Uh, I'd sorry, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know when to break because you never break in Mario Kart. Right. But like, you know, you might occasionally let go of the accelerator, right? Like, there's there's a turn on the Neo Bowser stage where you have to, you know, let go. Or you'll fall off every time. But yeah, you really do have to learn, relearn the game. And um, the thing is, because it, it improves the 
200 cc it it makes your cart faster but it doesn't make the game faster if if you understand what i mean so like if you go over gravel or rough ground you will slow way down and then when you get onto the track then you'll speed way up so it doesn't change the physics or anything like that it is literally just the engine speed that is different right <laughs> so you if you just miss time one turn you'll just grind to a halt and the whole you know the cpus will just go flying past you and because it's so fast there'll be just like a whole half a lap in front of you so <laughs> until you get good between <laughs> cc you will be coming last on everything <laughs> uh, if you make like just you know a couple of mistakes a couple of turns wrong you know you're last that's it game over sayonara mm-hmm. You Freud. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. yeah. Actually, you know, I don't remember if it was on the last episode of the show or when I was drunk one day or something. (laughs) I I don't remember, but I bought all of of the DLC. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't got to really, since since Xenoblade came out, I haven't really got to play too much of it. But, you know, I did, I finally, because, I mean, I didn't buy the previous set either, so I got everything. Mm -hmm. So I think I played Link's, as Link with his bike at you know his stage i think yeah. that's all i've done okay so yeah that's, that's a good uh it's a good course it's mm-hmm. a good course they're, they're all they're all really good courses the dlc they're, they're i don't think there are any boring ones in the whole thing they did a really good job mm-hmm. and you know it's all got new music um yeah the new characters are all right like the animal crossing ones i think i mentioned mm-hmm. it they're they're okay mm-hmm. i like how they've added the little flourishes to everything you know the sound effects you know, fit in with the games and everything. It's very good. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of the subway, the Super Bell subway, I think it's called. Like, uh, you're going in underground and you're avoiding subway trains. <laughs> and uh, the, the Super Mario, classic Super Mario Brothers underground music kind of kicks in when you go underground. Hmm. You know, the do-do-do-do-do-do, mm-hmm. kind of mixed in with this, you know, orchestral track. It's, you know, it's really, really good. Hmm. So, yeah. Uh, Mario Kart 8. We'll have to set up another uh, uh, tournament soon as well. Maybe I'll so, actually join this time. Yeah. If not, please <laughs> keep fighting on in my honor or something. <laughs> yeah, somebody actually asked me on Twitter to when is the next one. But, yeah, cool. Soon. And yeah, the last game I want to talk about uh, be right up Ty's alley because yeah. I played an Xbox One Connect game. <laughs> cool. Hello? An, an ex, no, I, well, yeah. Actually, no, I didn't play it. My son played it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know if you know where this is going. Actually, if you, if anyone listens to the A4 podcast, uh, the other Japan-based podcast, don't think there are any other ones that I could think of. Anyway, uh, so yeah, this is the um, the Power Ranger style Connect uh, game, which is yeah. hidden hidden inside an arcade game. So it's this huge unit, like um, you stand in front of it and you can see yourself, or my son could see himself, and it's got these huge warnings, you know, do not step inside this area or you will be punched in the face. You know, it's like, (laughs) you know, and all the kind of the video kind of guides are like, you know, this little kid and his mum kind of helping him set Mm -hmm. it up. Uh, (laughs) It's hilarious, you know, this, there's this like, um, so you step in, like, my son, he stepped in, and then as soon as you, you start the game, you put the money in. I think it's 300 yen. Mm-hmm. And immediately, like, they overlay, like, a, uh, a Power Rangers 
you know uniform over you <laughs> and it, it it tracks it pretty well it's quite it's quite convincing um my son was kind of a bit like i don't know shocked or like confused by what was going on is like that's me but why am i wearing a uni you know power rangers uniform when i'm not actually wearing technology it? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um so yeah and then it says you know then all these bad guys come on screen and you have to kind of wail your arms around but <laughs> my son was just kind of, he was just kind of watching the bad guys and he kind of like he kind of scratched his ear and then it kind of <laughs> blasted this guy away. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. I was like, I was telling him to like, I was like, kick it, kill it, kill it. Wasn't kill, there kill, kill. Uh, an yeah. iToy game for PS2 with Virtual Fighter characters? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Yuck. So, yeah, basically, you know, and then it says like, you know, touch your belt. And it's like the belt starts glowing and you touch it and it adds more parts to the armor and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. Power up. <laughs> uh, it's all very, you know, over the top and impressive. If you like, you know, that, that uh, TV show. Yeah. If I was seven <laughs> years old, this sounds like the best game ever. <laughs> seven, I think it would be a bit old. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think you're, ma- you're maxing out at six here. Old. <laughs> so yeah and then after it's all finished you know um it prints out a you can choose it between it, it's obviously taking pictures of you the whole time and uploading it straight to the japanese government servers <laughs> uh, and then you can choose a picture and you can choose uh you know like a background and it'll print it out on the little purikura style you know sticker picture thing hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I just wanted to confirm that it was Connect, and I looked inside like the little glass window, and it and it and it sure enough was it was an Xbox One Connect because it had this the white logo, you mm-hmm. know, the Xbox One logo. But I, I looked all over the unit, and I couldn't for the life of me see anything saying Microsoft or Connect or anything involving that terminology whatsoever. It was a like I think it was a Namco game, mm-hmm. huh. so <laughs> they just they don't want to admit that it's an xbox game at all so i don't know maybe they stole an xbox one connect and put it in and mm-hmm. i think it's official i'm not sure <laughs> so yeah that was the first time i played an xbox one game via my son good times <laughs> oh yeah and i also played steam shovel harry because ty told me to yeah that game's great yeah. what did you think <laughs> of the the third boss it was awesome yeah, <laughs> that's right. Everybody needs to try Steam Shovel Harry right away. The sequel yeah. to Steam World Dig. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, I'll say I'll save the rest of my stuff for the live show. Cause cool. we're running, we're running along on the new business here. We'll fix it in post. Fix it in post. Cool. All right, James. Well, thanks for that, man. And uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break here. On the other side, we're going to have the news. All right, we're back here with the news, and uh, James has the first little bit here. So that music you just heard, it wasn't actually Banjo-Kazooie. That was actually from a recently kick-started game called Ukulele, 
from the guys who uh, made Banjo and DK64 and Cameo. No one played that, right? <laughs> I played Cameo. <laughs> so yeah, basically I... the, the good people from Rare, um, the ones who left Rare, uh, are making a Banjo-Kazooie successor, kind of. Um, they cleverly t- uh, changed Project Ukulele into Yuka Lele, as in two characters' names. I remember when Banjo-Kazooie was Project Dream, and everybody was all psyched for this mysterious game, and then it had a ridiculous name, and everybody was like, what? (laughs) The sequel to this will be called Guy and Tar. (laughs) You you gotta admit, the first time you heard the phrase Banjo-Kazooie, you laughed. Nobody ever... Did people play the banjo and the kazooie at the same time? They're just different instruments. It's just like random instruments thrown together, right? I don't, I don't sure. know. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, uh, it looks very Panja Kazooie, and uh, you know, people who thought that this you know 3D platformer was dead, hashtag DK64 lives on. Um, <laughs> you were obviously wrong because they only asked for like I think it was 150,000 pounds. Well, slow down there. <laughs> and they got so far at the time of recording. I think it's one point five million pounds, which Jeez. I think is ten billion dollars. <laughs> uh, there's there's one point I want to make about this. If you read the fine print, mm-hmm. uh, like pre Kickstarter, the game is already funded. They're making it with their own money, and everything mm-hmm. they're kickstarting is extra stuff. Right, right, right. Extra yeah. cars for the people. Buying it, Maybe. right? Extra skins for the guns. I like yeah. the one with the marijuana leaves all over it. <laughs> MLT, yeah. blah blah blah. But yeah, this was also the very good news. It was very. There's lots of build up to this thing, and you know, Nintendo fans were, you know, obviously going crazy for this because you know we thought we'd never get a good rare game ever again because now they've been taken over by the overlords at Microsoft and forced to make, you know connect avatar skins for the rest of their lives um that <laughs> what would a ne- waste would never actually get a real game but yeah we are and it's awesome and um did anyone kickstart this back this no. um i'm i'm thinking about it just based on um right is this gonna be like a full retail game for like 50 dollars or whatever I, th- I think it's only digital so far okay like you know i'm i might just get it get uh for the game because i saw there was there was a, a tier where you just get a download code for the game yeah no i mean i might do that if it's a good deal i think it's like 15 squids or whatever 20 dollars. yeah good. some space currency yeah like i want to know is <laughs> is that a deal or is that just gonna be like the regular price yeah i mean i'm kind of like fundamentally against kickstarter um i don't see the point of buying games that don't exist yet um, but you know that doesn't mean I'm not going to buy this game. I will buy this game the the minutes on the you know on the eShop or in the shops or on Amazon, whatever. I'm going to buy it, but um, I'm not going to pre-order it two years before it comes out. Hmm. Um, uh, I don't know if people are well. Ty, you've spent thousands of dollars on games that don't exist or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> if if I if I get something special or. If I get a good deal, or if it's a game I know I'm going to want. Oh, your name and the credits? Yeah. For $2,000? Uh, yeah, like, 
you know, if I get a good deal or or if it's a game I know I'm going to get and I can just like, you know, pre-order it and give them extra money for goals, um, I'm down with that. Okay. But, you know, I, I, I've kickstarted very few games, but the ones I have done have been for a lot of money. Hmm. Right. And uh, that's why the schoolgirl's character is named after you. Yeah, that that's right. What about you? What about you? That's Danny? why I'm the main character in Barclays <laughs> Shut Up and Jam Gaiden too. <laughs> Danny, what about you? Are you for against Kickstarter? It's kind of neutral. I, I I really don't care. I mean, it, sometimes I'll see something on Kickstarter or hear of something that I think is cool, but my biggest drawback is like, well, I don't. I mean, I to do the, most of this stuff, I do it with like my American debit card. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to use my Japanese credit card. I don't want to use any of my American credit cards to do this. So it's like, uh, sorry, I'm not going to kickstart anything. <laughs> <laughs> or buy anything, ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get that it. doesn't make any sense. Uh, like, um, <laughs> uh, I've seen, like, Kickstarters managed, like, terribly. There was There was a Kickstarter to make a sequel to General Chaos, which was, like, a a Sega Genesis game or Mega De- Mega Drive or whatever. <laughs> it was really cool and weird, kind of a kind of a strategy battle game that was really great to play head to head with a friend. Mm-hmm. Really cartoonish and violent well, and super fun. Ty, do you know I've totally forgotten the name of the game, but there was one a game that was famously, you know, well funded, you know, beyond what they asked and then they just straight up gave up and they didn't refund anyone. Um do you remember what game that was? No, I don't. Uh, yeah, it was some bullshit like that. Um, I'm not saying that this would happen with these guys. Um, yeah, like I think this is pretty much. Yeah, they they were going to make this game anyway, right? Um, this is just, yeah, yeah, for extra stuff. I, so, I mean, I guess the point I was trying to get to is you have to be smart about Kickstarter, like right. n- not just as like someone looking at what you get, but you know, as also a company creating Kickstarter. You have to offer something good for the money, and like I really wanted a new General Chaos, but like the rewards were so bad, like you basically got nothing. It was just give us money for this really poorly planned thing, and I didn't give them any money. I wanted to, like, if it was like fifteen dollars and you get a download code, I'd be like, okay, I'm down. But no, it was like. You didn't get a download code until like thirty or forty dollars, and it was going to be like a fifteen dollar game. I'm like, no, fuck that. Get yeah. it together, retards. Donate fifty dollars, and you get a photocopy of somebody's signature. Yeah. yeah. If it was like, you know, give us four hundred dollars, and you get to be the face of a character, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought about it. Like, you know. Yeah. Make me a star. So yeah, um, yeah, good times. Are coming sometime next year, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this this did get me uh, thinking, though. Um, I thought like all the best three D platformers and two D platformers from like you know Super Nintendo and N sixty four era were all made by either Japanese or British people, as in Nintendo and Rare. And mm, yep. I, I I asked people on Twitter, what are they genuinely good, great, you know, two D or three D platformers? Uh, the best answer I got was Ratchet and Clank, which I immediately dismissed. Uh, do, you, <laughs> do you guys have any better games? Um, 
I do, but they're very modern. They weren't from the nineties. Right, right, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like two like, D. I mean, um, isn't like okay. How about uh, Super Meat Boy and also yeah. pretty much everything WayForward has ever made? Yeah, yeah, that's like kind of recently. Like, um, I yeah, mean, those are recent. Shovel Knight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, things like that. But like you know, back in the day, there was there was oh, Shante is a, another Kickstarter I funded. Only mm-hmm. fifteen bucks though, but you know, it was the <laughs> first. It was technically the first Xbox One game I bought, hmm. like a year before the Xbox One came out. <laughs> Donate ten dollars for three D boobs, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, people write in and tell me how wrong I am. Are hmm. there any good American two D and three D platformers from the you know Super Nintendo and N sixty four era? Because I don't know none. What's that Sub Zero game on the N sixty four? Mythologies. <laughs> oh man, pretty good time. Like, uh, Okay, the PlayStation version had full motion video cutscenes. Oh god. And you can watch the outtakes on YouTube. <laughs> the outtakes. Yeah, that as well the as the regular disc. videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've so, never played that game, but I've always wanted to. Hmm. <laughs> I heard it was tough. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Probably. I mean. Yeah. Anyway. I, don't, I don't know why this ukulele thing just got me overwhelmingly patriotic towards um, Britain for some reason. Well, um, I mean, like I said, probably on the last podcast and several other times, like 1990s Rare is the best video game company to have ever existed. And these are the guys behind this one. So. Yeah, and like, it's these guys, mm-hmm. right? I hope they become multimillionaires and release their own console. I, I hope they buy Nintendo. I know. <laughs> It is funny. I mean, like it's like the most Nintendo-y looking game ever, and it's coming out on you know Xbox One and PS4 as well, and Linux. <laughs> hmm. So you know, you know, well done Nintendo for not you know just getting these guys and getting them on board where you had the chance. But you know, yeah. whatever. More people get to play it, so that's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good job selling them to Microsoft, where they were fucked and murdered. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what do we got next, Danny? Uh, actually, Ty has this next little bit here. What do we got next, Ty? <laughs> oh, yeah, we were talking about how Nintendo is licensing characters for use at Universal Studios. What? Yeah. No. Wait, is that Universal Studios Japan or Universal Studios everywhere? Uh, at least in Japan and maybe California, certain... is, it? Cali- is it California or Florida? Oh, Florida? Are they the yeah. same place? <laughs> yes, same state. Yeah. America. Like, I don't even know if Universal Studios is a big deal in America right now, but it's a pretty big deal in Japan. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Harry Potter was the latest uh, thing they added to USJ, as it's, as they, the kids call it over here. Universal yeah, Studios yeah th- wasn't there just like a big anniversary or something for USJ, or like they hit a big record? That that, that makes sense. It does sound familiar. Like, like, like I said, it's a big deal. Yeah. It's big in Japan. Yep, and that's, that's down in Osaka, so... Um, actually when I went down to Osaka a couple of years ago by myself, <laughs> like afterwards, some of my students, I told them, I was like, yeah, I went to Osaka. Like, Oh, did you go to, you know, you know, universal Japan? I was like, I'm not going to go to that fucking place by myself, <laughs> but, but if there were Nintendo things down there, I would consider you totally doing... would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. Who the hell am I kidding? I would totally go. <laughs> so what rides do we want to see? Other than the obvious Mario Kart in real Ghost life. Ride, the Mario Kart, put yep. your stun of shades on. 
Um, Mario yeah. obstacle course. We have to collect coins and kill, you know, Goombas. Donkey Kong barrel blast. <laughs> <laughs> Shot out a barrel, yeah. No, no the secret slide from Mario 64. <laughs> oh, yes. That's a good one. Yeah. You got to have that music. Um, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, th- I think this is going to be pretty cool. And it, basically, there's nothing that we know at this point other than the fact that this is happening. I mean, I, we could probably go on and on about this for a really long time. But, you know, I think maybe we could just save that until we hear some more information about, like, what they're doing. Right. Then maybe it, we it can is actually... cool. Right? I, yeah. I, like, I like how you, Universal Studios make deals with all these kind of third-party companies, you know, right. unlike Disney, where it's just, you know, it's only their own stuff, right? Where they buy them. Um, it would have been a lot better if Disney had done it because, you know, it's nearer where I live. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I live about half an hour away from Disneyland, but yeah, Osaka is a, is a plane right away, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. By the time it's finished, you know, it'll be a good, uh, family holiday to go yeah. with the kids. Mm-hmm. Be good. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I did want to talk about this, uh, when we do E3 predictions. Oh, next episode. I, yeah, I might spoil this one little thing though. I, I think we're going to see more of Nintendo uh, diversifying their assets along these lines. I think we're going to see the characters licensed here and there, and maybe we'll see that uh, Mario movie come to fruition that was hinted <laughs> at during the big Sony leak, hmm. and then yeah. shot down a month later. <laughs> was it? Well, they, they they just said something along lines of like. It wasn't the information that people think is right may not be all right or something like that. Same That's for the society Zelda. telling you what to think. <laughs> you can't trust anyone these days. <laughs> yeah. But time will tell. I, I think they're definitely going to talk about this at E3. We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see. Another exciting news story to come yeah. out of Nintendo. Yeah. Um,. Speaking of exciting news stories, we should just end right here, but I have something about Amiibo. <laughs> that, uh, when did I'll this go... get added to the agenda? Yeah. <laughs> I, I Wait, put that what? There. I, I put, no. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, a couple of months ago, Nintendo here, you know, NCL said that, it was back in early March, that they're going to be uh, wrapping up Amiibo production on specific Amiibo that were kind of hard to find here. And at the time, they're saying that I was gonna—they were gonna make more villagers, Little Max, Captain Falcon, and Captain Falcon specifically for Japan. Um, <laughs> I, and they're supposed to be—that was like a couple months ago. And they said the process to make these things is about two months. So I, I have noticed like the two months three, per but, character. Yeah, no, they well, need a month for bug testing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they their excuse was like you know part of the production is even like uh, it's not all like you know manufactured with machines. Some of it's like you know by hand. Some the, of stuff they're running is. low on Chinese children. I guess. <laughs> but they said the process typically takes about two months. So I have noticed that, you know, Villager, Little Mac, Captain Falcon, the prices have been down a little bit on places like Amazon. Um, but I just kind of noticed something weird today because I was looking for an official statement from Nintendo that basically said something along the lines like, hey, we did it. But they didn't. And they had a, something else completely different that said like, hey, we have additional production units of Fox, We Fit Trainer, and Pit. They're coming on May 14th, and more Sonics and Rosalina and Mega Man are coming too. So it's like, okay. So, I mean, they're still kind of trying to fix this problem here in Japan, but 
it's I don't understand why they're focusing here. Maybe because it's only like eleven percent of the. It's where their stockholders are. Yeah, yeah, but it's not where they're making the most money off of these things. That's for damn sure. I often kind of stroll through game shops and toy shops, and every time I see the amiibo section, it's just you know Mario and Luigi, and I, I like that's it. It's just the common, the most common eight. You know, I just incredibly sad sight there's like a half you know ripped mario kind of lying on the floor you know luigi's kind of upside down the plastic has been like pushed inwards you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like it's so bad right i guess yeah. you, you can only buy these on online right what the 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 the, the non-common amiibos pretty much i mean yeah. i got lucky whenever you know amiibo first launched i got a lot of the stuff you know at the local electronics store yeah if people are thinking, you know, Japan is like some haven for like amiibo, it's not. It's the same maybe, as anywhere yeah. else. Maybe for like the first week or two. Yeah, <laughs> the first week or two. Seriously, I right. mean, you could find everybody. Yeah, it's great. But actually, yeah, another plug for my YouTube channel. I've got a video of me, you know, browsing various amiibo areas, and it just looks the same in every single shop. So yeah, it's not good if you're into that kind of thing, which I'm not. <laughs> So this is the first time I'm reading this. Uh, Splatoon is hitting the road in Japan. Nintendo is taking it to select retailers throughout the country. Uh, they'll play tests. Will be at shops in Tokyo, Osaka, Kanagawa, and Nara. It doesn't say which shop. Um, Toys R Us. Yorobashi Camera. Babies R Us. Babies R Us. <laughs> and these are all like uh, I forgot to write the dates down here too. It's like. The, the 23rd, basically leading up, like the weekends leading up to the launch and stuff. So, okay. But, okay. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of cool to see that they're actually doing that, but I wish they would just actually make that demo available for more than three hours. <laughs> no, you know, actually, no, no, I don't think that's a good idea. I've been thinking about this because um, a lot of people were very salty on that. Like, you know, you can only play it for an hour <laughs> and on that weekend. It, can you imagine if they had released the demo? You know, it had like whatever, two maps, four weapons, like they had. And people would be playing that demo again and again and again, constantly until launch, right? And by the time the game comes out, people would be bored of it and they wouldn't buy it. Okay, well, I, I can see that. I guess my main beef is that I just wasn't home. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't play. So. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe li- limiting it to the whole weekend or something like that, but like not. If you just it was like an offline playable demo thing that you could just play anytime, anytime. Yeah, I think people would get easily bored. I mean, they talked about this on um, maybe NBC. And, yeah, NBC. Yeah, like uh, people got bored of Destiny because of the the beta, mm-hmm. and they they they're like, yeah, I've kind of played enough, and then they didn't buy the game. Yeah, that was yeah. enough for most people. You could play through like most of the first part of the game or in in the in the beta version, and yeah, so yeah. I could easily see that happening with their Splatoon. So might as well get people to pay $60 and then get bored of it. <laughs> sure. Let's move on to the charts here real quick. Uh, you know, we have six games from Nintendo platforms that are actually in the top ten. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with number ten, uh, Mario Kart 8, bringing up the rear or something. I, <laughs> maybe there's a better way of saying that. <laughs> and... <laughs> About 8,000 units that week, up to about 974, about 975,000. It is also a scrub game. <laughs> hey, Ty, Ty, I'd like to see you play 200cc. Yeah. 
and fail so, miserably. Uh, and cry. <laughs> for those of, for those of you at home, we're we're having some fun. Well, with I'm a, here. an expert at F Zero GX, so get get out. Yeah, yeah. get good. That's impressive. <laughs> uh, girls mode three, Kira Kira Kode for like short for coordination, co- coordination, coordinate like. <laughs> Something Danny can't do. I can't. Style, AKA Style Savvy 3 on 3DS. It was the second week on the market. Uh, about 20,000 units, up to about 100,000 overall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a Bravely Second End Layer came out on April what? 23rd. It's not called End Layer, is it? <laughs> yes, that is the official final name. Wow, they actually managed to make Bravely Default an even stupider sounding game. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, I thought about buying this at launch and then having like three RPGs to play, but I didn't. <laughs> but uh, now this game... Bravely 2, Layer Cake. <laughs> well done. For, for Layer Cake, about 20,000 up to about 100 and... Tw- oh, I'm sorry, wait, what? Yeah, 120,000 here. Coming in at number three, Xenoblade Cross, a.k.a. Xenoblade Chronicles X. 85,000 units on the first week. Oh, that's pretty um, good. Not bad. It's probably going to be tanking from there. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, seriously. Yeah. yeah. And then continuing on the JRPG train here, Dragon Quest X, uh, version 3, Initiate no Ryu no Densho Online. <laughs> uh, is on that, the is that the same subtitle as the previous? No, each, each of the versions have different subtitles. Okay. I think I saw this in the stores, actually. Probably. Yeah. I guess it's just a, a a release pack of like or whatever all the updates they've had so far, right? No, it is just this only. It is just version three. So you have to still have, as far as, as far as I understand, you still have to have the base, you know, Dragon Quest Ten like version mm-hmm. one to be able to even play this. So, um, but yeah, I mean, on the Wii U, that sold about ninety eight hundred or ninety eight thousand uh, units. So that's just the first week there too. It's interesting to note that this came out on Wii. And PC on the same day, so hmm. yes, we are we the old we we yes a packaged wow. version, and you have to go through all sorts of bullshit to play it. You can ask <laughs> Matt Walker; him and his wife are very familiar with Man. the bullshit you have to go through with this game. Can you believe that Famicast episode fifty-six in the year two thousand fifteen, and we're still talking about Dragon Quest ten? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Wow, never coming out in the West. Boom. <laughs> And then last, coming in at number one, you guessed it, probably not, <laughs> Puzzle and Dragons Super Mario Edition for the 3DS, about 179,000 <laughs> 179, units. I don't know about you guys, I played the demo for this, I thought it was... This I a demo? Thought, I didn't know yeah. that. Well, yeah, on the eShop. On the, uh, on the uh, App Store? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! I, I see what you did there. Yeah. Now, I mean, if you don't like Puzzle and Dragons, I don't think this is going to make you like it, so... It will be on the App Store by the by the time E3 comes around. That's the big announcement, by the way. Yeah, boom. All right, so we're going a little bit long here, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break <laughs> and then come back with a couple of uh, bits from you guys out there from Twitter and stuff. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, we're back with 
your feedback. If you want to get a hold of us, you can do that on Twitter. We are, we can be found at the Famicast. If you're not down with the Twitter, you can hit us up via email. It's Famicast at NintendoWorldReport.com, so be sure to do that. And you can have your stuff right out on the air like these fantastic people. Or, in the case of the first <laughs> thing... Well, the the first thing was actually um, Neil Ronahan on the Connectivity Podcast. Well, the whole gang, actually, they directed a question that was asked to them. For some reason, it was about um, a a Japanese-type question which was asked on Connectivity. You know, for God's sake, people, send it to us before you send it to them. What are you doing? Anyway, uh, so somebody asked, like, why are they called Rosetta and Chico, not Rosalina and Luma? Uh, In, you know obviously galaxy and smash and everything and uh which is a good question i mean rosalina um is uh i mean it's got l's and r's mixed together that could cause problems <laughs> yeah. uh luma obviously reminiscent of luminosity you know things right. like that so uh, that's just yeah that just seems like it's the treehouse just kind of having yeah. fun with the name yeah yeah that's it means nothing to japanese people right right so, and also, obviously, we don't know which came first. You know, probably the Japanese came first, right? Probably. So, yeah, Rosetta uh, is her name. Rosetta you can, Stone. Yeah, he could learn languages. <laughs> yeah. On CD. Yeah. But anyway, Chico, I mean, according to Wikipedia, uh, it could be that it means like Chi is another way to read the kanji for star. <clears throat> and Ko is. Uh, Show for Kodomo, which is child. So it could mean like star child. Um, but Rosetta just is a, just because it sounds nice in Japanese. And Rosalina, Ro, Rosalina, is, maybe it doesn't roll off the tongue as much for Japanese people. So that's probably, that's why anything's changed, right? Yeah. 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 Just uh, easier to say. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the other tweets we got. Uh, first, <laughs> um, we've got one from Joe Bananas at Dread Pirate Stone asking for another Famicast uh, face melter tournament, which is what I call, <laughs> which is what I called it. <laughs> yes, coming soon, like I said earlier. Um, uh, Justin Wiley uh, asking for the name of the song used in the musical break uh, in Famicast Fifty Four. Uh, Danny, I think you've answered this several times, right? Yeah, yeah. He 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 got back. He 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 gets it. Yeah. So that's yeah. not a problem. And anytime if if I don't post the stuff on the website in the the talkback or anything notes, like yeah. that, show notes, whatnot, uh, just hit me up on Twitter, and I can you know probably give that to you. If, unless it's something like what's name what's the name of that song on episode twelve? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But if yeah. it's something pretty fairly recent, I probably still have it on my computer. Might even still be in my browsing history on YouTube, um, so I can link you up. Yeah, yeah, we haven't been good with the uh, doing the track lists recently, have we? Yeah, I, man, I just there's got to be a better way of doing it. I I don't know. Yeah, maybe because it, uh, it's like you know after you finish editing the show, it's like you know the last thing you want to do is like go back to the edit and look through all the songs that you just did and make a link. list of it. You know, it's yeah. kind of like, <laughs> I, I like to try to link them up sometimes too. Yeah. Which. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, if you really want to know, just, yeah, feel free to ask Danny. Probably. Yep. Um, the, uh, other one is from Lee at blue, red and gold. And he said, um, 
by coincidence, the last episode of the Famicast went live the same, exactly the same time as A4 Play went live. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I tweeted something like, you know, two Japanese podcasts going live at the same time. Uh, and he replied with, what the hell? Uh, I thought I was subscribed to the Famicasts. Um, <laughs> bloody Charlton, he <laughs> said. So he's blaming me for not knowing that the Famicast has its own feed. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess if people are listening to this, they know that. Uh, so, yeah, tell a friend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if Yes, we've been on our own feed since, I don't know, Is that 40 something, 41, 42. Back in October, yeah. Yep. Ish. Basically, since I came back. So, yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, please understand. Apparently, Johnny's going to tell people on RFN that. Uh, we are on our own feed as well, so hopefully more people have joined. Maybe people are joining this show for the first time in a long time, in case, yes, welcome, hello. Please and please understand. Please. Go away! <laughs> and go away. <laughs> and the last one, I should have mentioned this a while back, I totally forgot, but um, Pure Nintendo, another rival Nintendo website, uh, did um, a feature on uh, Tony Lozoya, which is um, our... Uh, Famicast artist, they did a whole uh, feature on him and his artwork, and uh, yeah, I I retweeted and uh, linked up to their article that they did about him. So I thought that was pretty cool to see uh, Tony get his artwork uh, talked about, and I think they interviewed him. So yeah, you should uh, check that out. Pretty cool. Well done, Tony. Um, yeah. Yeah, keep being awesome. For sure. Keep drawing those pictures. Yes. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I think that's it. I think. Yeah, keep them coming, guys. Uh, we've got a couple of letters lined up for the next episode because um, we were going to do them in this one, but we're running kind of long. So, yeah, we'll have to kick those over to uh, the live show. Yeah, and no pressure on us and no pressure on Ty. But, you know, we, another reason we wanted to have a fake a real day, but because of time, we're going to save that for the live show. So, well, you guys can actually participate, too. So you can look forward to that. And um, oh, yeah, Ty always makes really awesome, <laughs> you know, funny stuff. So I'm looking forward to it myself. So I am not looking forward to it <laughs> in the in interest of balance. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like last time, I don't think you guys w uh, did any better than just picking randomly. <laughs> it was a 50, 50, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We should all flip coins. <laughs> Ty, yeah, Ty like, flips like, a coin than I do. And then Danny does. And we just answer. Like I'll, I'll bring in a special guest, a random number generator. <laughs> see if you guys can beat it. <laughs> Get good. Please. Yep. Talk to the coin. <laughs> all right. So that pretty much does it for the letters and all that stuff. Like James said, keep them coming, and uh, we'll try to read your stuff on the next episode if you send something in. So we'll take another very quick break, and then we're going to come back with our Twitter handles and all that stuff on the other side of that. So, we're back here to close out the show. Uh, if you want to follow me personally on Twitter, Danny Bivens, I'm at Danny Biv, D-A-N-N-Y-B-I-V. Uh, recently, I've been tweeting a lot about Xenoblade and actually had an interesting conversation with Donald Terrio, uh, newly christened staff member of NintendoWorldReport.com. 
great guy. Uh, but he did review. He, he recently reviewed the new Attack on Titan game that just got released on 3DS in the U.S. And you should read his review because my review for the game, which is a little bit different, was I don't know. I had a bit of a different tone. So check that out and check out what we're talking about on Twitter. So uh, James, yeah. Um... I've been tweeting about the fact that region locking success, um, <laughs> something we didn't talk about today, but you know, uh, it's always implied. It's always <laughs> implied. Yeah. I mean, like Iwata has been, you know, talking about maybe dropping it from the next console, but maybe we'll talk about that next time. But, um, anyway, uh, yeah, if you want to follow me at family complicated and, uh, yeah, please do enjoy the gentle trolling of Nintendo. <laughs> cool. And Ty. Yes, my Twitter is Super Cat Drugs. Mm-hmm. It's very cool and popular. All the, <laughs> everybody on Twitter likes it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can dig up a, a recent tweet for you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like this dream I had last night. <laughs> I I tweeted this out. Uh, I dreamed that I got paid thirty five thousand dollars a year to play uh, some MOBA game. <laughs> then I woke up and it wasn't true. <laughs> was that a nightmare or a dream? Uh, just like a regular dream. It wasn't even that good because I don't play or like MOBAs. So it was kind of like, huh, maybe it's a sign. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, compared to, you know, RTS and shooters and stuff, like fighting games don't get that much money. But, you know, it's changing very quickly. We're starting to see some five-figure tournament payouts. Yeah, so... Oh, maybe even six figures when, I'd be when happy with Street Fighter Five prize. comes out. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, I've never made more than three figures. <laughs> so... Amiibo we'll, figures? We'll see how that goes. Yeah, cool. Daniel would only play for Amiibos. Yes, that's the figures oh. I play for. Yeah. Oh, it's funny, uh... I'm sponsoring a tournament back in my hometown with a a prize with a, a value of about fifty dollars. Hmm. Yeah, it's a it's an anime body pillow. <laughs> so I'll let you guys know how that goes. Cool. We love anime anime body pillows. Pillows. And if you rip it open, it's got a gold Mario amiibo inside. It. <laughs> True story. All right. So if you're in Montana, look for I think it's called B Town Beatdown. <laughs> You heard it, my guys in Montana. <laughs> Get ready. Get good. You could be. <laughs> you could win a body pillow with a gold Mario inside. Yeah, look it up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, that's gonna go ahead and do it for the show. Uh, thanks, guys, for hanging in there. It's been a long one, but I think we had some cool stuff to talk about. Uh, James, uh, thanks as always for coming on, man. You're welcome. And Ty, right back at you, dude. Thank you so much for coming on today, too, dude. For real, dog. All right. Yep. So we'll catch you guys next time. Let's uh, cue that googly-eyed music from Banjo. Oh yeah, more Spandooly. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.